Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. I know that many of you are isolating at home now and wondering how to pass the time. Not surprisingly, my advice is to focus on self-growth. If you need some tools, I've decided to offer all of our ebooks and meditations for only $9. You'll get all three of our life lesson books, plus our Majesty Meditation, our Positive Affirmation Sleep Meditation, and our Break Free from Addiction Meditations. Get this special package now by going to livinghour.org slash special. This $9 deal will only be available for a few days. So go now to livinghour.org slash special. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Freedom of Life by Annie Payson Call, published in 1905. It is not the circumstances of life that trouble or weigh upon us. It is the way we take them. If a person is playing a difficult game of chess, the more intricate the moves, the more thoughtfully they look over their own and their opponent's pieces, and the more fully they are aroused to make the right move toward a checkmate. If, when the game became difficult, the players stopped to be depressed and disheartened, their opponent would probably always checkmate them. However, in most cases, the more difficult the game, the more thoroughly the players are aroused to do their best. And a difficult game is invariably a good one. The winner and the loser both feel it to be so, even though the loser may regret their loss. But, you may say, a game of chess is a game only. Neither one's bread and butter nor one's life depend upon winning or losing it. Well, yes, but if we need to be cool, quiet, and decisive for a game, which is merely an amusement, and if we play the game better for being cool, quiet, and decisive, why is not a quiet steadiness in wrestling with the circumstances of life just as necessary? Not only that we may meet the particular problem of the moment truly, but that we may gain all the experience that may be helpful in meeting other difficult circumstances. We must first convince ourselves thoroughly of the truth that Circumstances, however difficult, are always, without exception, opportunities and not limitations. They are opportunities which are meant to guide us in the direction we most need to follow and in the ways that will lead us to the greatest strength in the end. There is a destiny which shapes these ends. And it is only by stupid resistance to having our ends shaped for us that we stop and groan at what we call the limitations of circumstances. If we were quickly alert to see where circumstances had placed the gate of opportunity and then steadily persisted in going through it, we would save the loss of energy and happiness which results from obstinately beating our heads against a stone wall. 
where there is no gate, and where there never can be a gate. Most of you can probably recall a number of cases in which circumstances appeared to be only limitations to you or your friends. But if you try with a willing mind to find the gate of opportunity which was not used, you will be surprised to learn that it was wide open all the time and might have led you into a new and better country. Think of it like this. If, when you expect something and are disappointed, you could abandon your resistance and heartily exclaim, It is all right, only different. How much sooner will you discover the good use in it being different? And how soon will you settle into the sense of it being alright? When a circumstance that has seemed to us all wrong can be made through a quiet way of meaning it to appear alright, only different, it very soon leads to a changed perspective on the state of affairs allowing us to more readily and happily adjust ourselves. A strong sense of something being alright means a strong sense of willingness that it should be just as it is. With that clear willingness in our hearts, we can adjust ourselves to anything in particular, even to very sudden and unexpected changes. We begin carrying along with us a background of powerful non-resistance that we can bring to the front and use actively at a moment's notice. It may seem odd to think of actively using non-resistance, and yet the expression is not as contradictory as it appears, for the strength of the will it takes to attain a habitual attitude of non-resistance is far beyond the strength of will required to resist things emotionally. The stronger, the more fixed and immovable the center, the more free and adaptable are the circumferences of action. And even though our central principle is fixed and immovable, it is elastic enough to enable us to change our point of view. Whenever we find that by doing so, we can gain a broader outlook and a greater power for use. To acquire the strength of will for this habitual non-resistance sometimes takes years of practice. We have to compel ourselves to be willing, over and over again, at each opportunity. Sometimes the opportunities may seem to crowd around us, but this truly considered is a cause for gratitude. In life, the truest winning often comes first under the guise of failure, and it is the willingness to accept failure and intelligently understand its causes, using the acquired knowledge as a means to a higher end that ultimately brings true success. If we choose, a failure can thus always be used as a means to an end, rather than as a result in itself. How often do we hear the complaint, I could do so well if it were not for my circumstances? How many people are held down for a lifetime by the habitual belief in circumstances as limitations? 
and by ignoring the opportunities which they afford. The quiet activity of mind required to adjust ourselves to difficult surroundings gives a zest and interest to life that we can find in no other way, and adds a certain strength to the character which cannot be found elsewhere. It is interesting to observe, too, how often it happens that, when we have adjusted ourselves to difficult circumstances, we are removed to other circumstances that are more in sympathy with our own thoughts and ways. If we are able to be aligned to our own true freedom, we should have an active interest in the necessary warfare of life, for life is a warfare not of persons but of principles, and every person who loves their freedom loves to be in the midst of the battle. Our tendencies to be selfishly discontented are constantly warring against our love of usefulness and service, and those who wish to enjoy the full activity of freedom must learn to fight and destroy those tendencies within themselves that stand in the way of their higher selves. To achieve this, we need a truthful open spirit which leads to a wise self-knowledge, a quiet and willing spirit to make the necessary sacrifice of selfish pride. A quiet earnestness will give us the strength to carry out what our clear vision will reveal to us in the light of truth. We will keep our head lifted up above our enemies, so that we may steadily watch and clearly see how to act best. After periods of hard fighting, the intervals of rest will be full of refreshment and will always bring new strength for further activity. If in a battle with difficult circumstances, we are thrown down, we must pick ourselves up with quick decision and not waste a moment in complaint or discouragement. We should emphasize to ourselves the necessity of picking ourselves up immediately and going directly on, over and over again, both for our own benefit and the benefit of those whom we have the privilege of helping. In the Japanese training of Jiu-Jitsu, the idea is to drop all subjective resistance and to continue to drop it until through the calmness and clearness of sight that comes from quiet nerves and a free mind, the wrestler can see where to make the fatal stroke. When the right time has arrived, the only effort necessary is quick, sharp and conclusive. In the case of difficult circumstances, if we cease to resist, if we accept the facts of life, if we are willing to be poor or ill or disappointed or to live with people we do not like, we gain a quietness of nerve and a freedom of mind which clears off the mists around us so that our eyes may see and recognize the gates of opportunity opening before us. It is the law of concentration and relaxation. If we concentrate on being willing, 
on relaxing until we have dropped every bit of resistance to the circumstances around us. It brings us to a quiet and well-balanced point of view, where we can see clearly how to take firm and decided action. If we can give up all our selfish desires and resistances, circumstances, however difficult, would have no power whatever to trouble us. To reach such absolute willingness is a long journey, but there is a straight path leading near and near to the happy freedom which is our goal. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org slash patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.